What's up, everybody? It's your boy, JD. Um, got another episode for you. Uh, this week, we are talking, uh, we, we intro talking a little music and um, kind of like some production, stuff like that. Then going into sports, talking about championship games and, you know, um, how they should be played, all that stuff with like the weather and whatnot. Talk about football, baseball. Um, we also cover... Um, some other topics like Kyrie Irving's in the news now. Um, just kind of a little brief thing about that. Um, and kind of talk about, you know, some other things, kind of not betraying yourself, but, um, yeah, it was a fun little conversation. You'll enjoy it. Um, follow the Instagram for the podcast, fake friends podcast. Also for the music, fake friends official. And that's that. Without further ado, let's roll. And welcome back to another episode of the Fake Friends Podcast with JD and Skip. We are back as scheduled, on time, not not a second later. And, uh, you know, before we start getting into things, I'd like to welcome the uh, other host to the show, the one and only, the young Skywalker, the man from the West Coast, Skip. <laughs> the place to be you were now in the midst of a real mc throw your hands in the air if you're real as me Yeah, 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 yeah. Just make sure you uh, mute your speakers. How we doing? I'm here. Never really went anywhere. <laughs> was that, um? You know. you know, I can't really hear it on my uh, side. Was that Good Friday? Yes, sir. Ready to go. I know the city isn't ready for me. Song yeah. hits home. Yeah. I should have let it run to the bar that I wanted it to run to, but you'll get the point. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, how we doing? You know, I'm mad that I'm here. It's weird because you introduce me, then it's like I introduce you after you've introduced me. We need to find somebody to introduce you, then you can introduce me. We need to bring somebody in for like just a 10 second intro. Nah, this is great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll just introduce myself. Fuck it. All right, hold on. You know, and uh, without further ado, uh, everyone's. Least favorite person in the world. <laughs> How I uh, the blender. I mean, without a doubt, Yikes. this section of the show where we just kind of play some music, tell what we're feeling and what we like, what we want to put out, 
is usually one of the coolest parts and people get to realize like damn those dudes would be some fire DJs just playing songs that I love I bet you every song we play people are like damn yeah or wow oh wow those two reactions just wow eyes pop out a damn <laughs> easily God's gift yeah great two songs wow I remember Good Friday that was, was what it, that was the time to be alive is what it was that was one of the first few that came out for the Good Friday songs yeah might have came out in the fall I can't remember Man, that was played heavily. Yeah, that, that's why it hit us home around this time. Fall time is just feels good. You know, it takes us back man. to those days in, you know, college and Friday nights come roll around. We got a game the next day or Saturday nights roll around. We just played a game, got our ass kicked, got a game the next day. And that song just made everything better. Yeah. I don't even know if there's a, is there a bass line in that song? Or is that just like kick, nah, snare, just a, That's just like, yeah, just your. Like a heavy kick. Like heavy a bass kick, kick, right? Yeah, with a, with, a, with a vintage snare on it. Yeah. So, and one of Big Sean's coolest verses. Oh, yeah. Big Sean's verse is sick. I mean, even Kid Cudi doesn't really do much on that, but he's sick. Charlie Wilson, you know, Pusha T. Dude, Pusha T is, um, I always loved the bar with the Mercedes, the, um. Which makes just this a, a time machine, the, the, not just, yeah, just any bands. Yeah. Once yeah, that, like, yeah, the years yeah. passed that he mentioned, I yep. was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I want to say about somebody's music. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned about the snare is every now and then I contemplate. I'm like, because you know, like, the way you make music creates a sound. And whether it's the machine, you know, virtual instrument with the drum machine controller or, you know, the Akai MPC, I, without a doubt, like if you listen to just hip hop, I feel like you can hear songs that were made with like those drum machines, just based on like the samples and kind of like the mix of the drums. I'm like, man, that sounds like someone just made those drums on like a drum machine. And Absolutely. every once in a while, I'm like, dude, I need to stop being a little boy. Link my machine to my Ableton as machine. a controller, but also I should just re update all my machine stuff so I can just create some quick drums within the machine and use their samples and use that kind of like signal and well, like here's the other thing sound too, and then like, just you just drag and drop that into um ableton super simple super and simple. here's the other thing like the, the 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 reuse of sounds like i i now use the same drum sounds on everything i make i mean i do that and this to is a what i mean too when i'm not everything but like when i'm making something when i want a kick i know the kick i want that's the same kick that i use Right, or like, like really if you predicated know, on if you know the what kind of sound of the track. kick you're looking exactly. for. Exactly, yeah, you know where you're going, going to kind of pick the through the samples one. to be. I'm like, not creating the sound yeah. over and over again. Right. Yeah. Um. I well, that's kind of like the drum kits I have. Is it's like I have just that. I'm like, oh, I know this this type of vibe. I'm going to go to this pack because I know there's a few samples in here that I can kind of vibe to see which one I kind of want based on the bass I'm going to make. Because one thing I will say is is your kick dictates what kind of, like if you're going to use 808 you got to use a specific kick i just think that's what gives i just think that's what gives a producer identity like for Does. example that's why you have producers have their own kits because it's their sounds it's what they use on everything that they make regardless of the genre or style of track mm -hmm. it's that's your that's your trademark yeah is so the, like right the now style, like the sound of your drums is your trademark no you're absolutely right and right now i'm only using one eight oh eight on every song yep. that you've been making. Um it comes from a certain pack. I forget the name of it, but it's an eight oh eight pack. I sent it to you. Um now I just found another one that I really like that I'm gonna start using heavily that I just used on the last two beats. 
But no, that's the point you're being making. It's like even just like that, it's like using just a certain bass. When I go to do songs without 808s, there's only certain basses I'll use. I'll even create my own. I have one made from Serum that I just tweak here and there based on how much of like a certain effect I want and I'll just tweak it. But if I'm like, oh, I want this sound for this, a lot of times I'll use Moog basses and just different ones based on what I want. I just start tweaking things based on like, like you said, to fit the record. But for the most part, yeah, I'm using the same drums. But again, getting... You're absolutely right. But getting back to the point you're making about that vintage snare, when I hear snares like that, it's not a popular snare to hear right now that almost that boom bap, like classic drum snare. And I'm like, damn, you know what? I feel like you really get that vibe from like just making shit in a drum machine. And like, there's just something about it, dude. I don't know. I, I could be crazy, but shit, at least you call me. But I just, that's the <laughs> feeling I get. It's the feeling I get. I get. I get what you mean. I think it's a matter of processing too. Like drum sound, the same drum sounds that you run through, uh, like machine or a drum machine, and then you just run, and if you just input them into a, a DAW, they just process differently. They sound differently. So, yeah, like there's something about FL that. Yeah, it just I'm processes differently. Um, I will say this. I have noticed. I've gotten a lot better at identifying mastered sounds. So if there's a sound that's mastered. Cause I can tell based off the waveform being clipped or um, just like it's constantly hitting at like a specific decibel, like in your, in your um, mixer track, if like your snare is just constantly hitting like right on the two, like minus two dB, chances are it's probably like some even, not like a two point whatever, but like if it's something pretty even, chances are it's like a mastered sound if you can't tell from the waveform. So what I'll do is, is if I know I'm messing with it, wow, I thought that was a child for a second. Yeah, I know. It's just a huge <laughs> piggy bank that's in uh, the way. <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to get on the vibe is like, I won't even mix those. I'll level them off to a headroom I know will like give me headroom on my master track. Then like if something hmm. sticks out too louder than I want, I'll then individually pull the fader down a little more, but I'll just EQ it. Maybe, maybe a little compression, but I start to just do... I let the master, the group track with the compression and some other effects I do give the tonal sound because some of those mastered sounds, especially the snares, you do not really need to process too much. They're already kind of crispy and warm. Yeah, crispy. And, the where they sit, and where they sit yeah. in frequency, they're, they, yeah. they're going to always attract the ear. So like... Yeah. So you don't really... If anything, just like cut the low end just to be yeah. safe. But... The kicks is really you might want, like you might use an EQ. Like what I would do now is probably is I'll start using almost like EQs with knobs, not so much like the Pro Q3, the one where you can really go in and like Yeah, but like chop that SSL. Yeah, I'll do something yeah. like 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 a, um yeah, like an SSL channel or not that, but they have another one. It's the, um it's like the Puig Tech or something. And I'll just, this has a few knobs and a few ranges to kind of hit frequencies and I'll just, it gives like warmth to it and can make it kind of like fuller. I'll use that and just to give it character. And then again, like I said, really focus on the grouping. I, I was just, I'm telling you, dude, like you said, it's all, the point I'm trying to make is creating your own sound based off of how yep. you process your own shit. Yep. I'm like validating what you're saying by giving more detail. That's all I'm trying to do. By yep. talking about myself, I guess. Because it makes a difference. <laughs> it makes a difference because it's, it's, it's the, you know, the end product of how it sounds. But people probably listen to this and like, what are they talking? I just listen to music. Yeah, and no, dude. Like, yeah, I used to listen to music. <laughs> nah, it matters. Until I, fig until I figured out that people make music. And you listen to it differently when you hear. Like, I I'll listen to things from beyond just the master. I'll listen to something. I'll be like, wow, that the way sounds hit, the way sounds sound. You just you pay attention to it. 
Mm-hmm. You know? I appreciate records. Like that's the other thing too. Like you appreciate records or like records if you do have an in-depth uh, experience or or even just a knowledge of like you know the post production side of music. You appreciate records differently because you know it sounds a certain way. Like I like Roddy Rich's new record, uh, uh, Aston Martin Truck. Like lyrically, it's whatever in, in my opinion, but it sounds good in terms of his flow and then the beat. I feel like the way that that thing is just like. Every element of that beat is where it's supposed to be. Makes the record as good as it is, easily, real easily. Um, maybe I'll make that my next intro. <clears throat> yeah, his vo- yeah, his vocals usually always sound really good. He's working with somebody. Um, yeah. No, it's funny though. You said that because I I wish I remember what song it was. There's a song I recently listened to over the last we'll say like week, and I was listening to it and I was like, whoever mixed this is a fucking savage because. I just feel like there are so many elements in it, especially in the low end, that you, it could just get kind of like chaotic and out of control and just, I don't know, just like a really good mix to where it just fucking hit right. Like you just say, you just know, you're like, this sounds fucking good. And, you know, one thing I noticed, because kind of all like the industry tools are accessible to really anyone, um, what really makes a difference is how good you are at picking up with your ears subtle diff like subtle changes that's what makes things like i noticed just from my own experience with mixing is when your ears can notice what like the slightest little thing does whether it's like an yeah. eq or even with the compressor and you're noticing like the most minute fucking change well then i think you got to apply that detail that to makes, the process and then like you said yeah and then applying that to the process and making little things across the linear because like there was a there Dude, was a point in time up. there was a point in time where like in the post production and things I would do things just because I like well, I know I need to do this but now if I don't hear something make a mm-hmm. difference I don't do it right and if I hear the difference and I like it then I do it it's all a matter of like you got to be able to notice like you said the the subtle differences in whatever whatever modifications you're making and sometimes there's a bar I forgot what song it is Nipsey Nipsey Hustle had a song on one of his mixtapes and he was like. This beat ain't even mixed, but it's fucking perfect. And like sometimes you can hear, you can you, you can be in the process of making something, and there could be a sound, and you just like the way it sounds before you even touched it, and you're like, don't even. There's nothing I need to do to it. I wanted to have that. I think that's part of the process, also, because the, again, that's just the character you get. <clears throat> you, the, that's just the character you get in the overall product. So, yeah, like in all honesty, the only thing you probably only need to do to a sound if you really didn't want to touch it and just let it be naturally, if it sounds good, is probably the ever so slightest roll off on the low end around like 30, 30 hertz. And that's about it. If you really just want to do absolutely nothing, just to just to be like safe and sound with the low end, just because things can get muddy. But other than that, you're absolutely right. Like you don't have to do anything if it doesn't sound like it's conflicting with anything. And that's the whole point. You know, sometimes like I'm, I, one of the demos we just did, the, um, the one that was like heroes, like one by one, taking my shots, I'll never be the that. I was listening to the mix I did, and it it sounds good, but I was kind of like, it sounds too good. Like it needs to be dirtier. Like it sounds like the 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 element of the low string was kind of hard to mix. I didn't want to conflict with the eight oh eight when it plays, so I don't mind that. But everything else, I don't want every element to stand out to the ear. And I mixed it. Like, I EQ'd to it mark, too good. Yeah. I, I just don't think it's supposed to, in my opinion. Yeah, I think yeah, no, some no, no. Things you like- Especially for that record, I wanted it to blend more. So when I go back and like do a final thing on that, I'm going to blend it better. That reminds me. So uh, uh, J. Cole's record. Um, damn. With Miguel. Uh, Power Trip. Power Trip. 
there's a sound on there that I remember watching a documentary that like didn't stand out to me until I watched the documentary and his like his his like manager and his, somebody else came in the, in the studio and they were like yo after we heard like he sent it to us and we heard it I couldn't stop doing the chugga 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 and I'm like I didn't even notice that until they said it and so like that the certain like certain instruments and, and elements of records like you said they're not supposed to be noticeable they're just supposed to be there for mm-hmm. like texture fullness um, you know but. Not to get too carried away in the, into uh, post-production of music, I feel like we could we could talk for hours on that because <clears throat> that's what we do. It intrigues us, and it's what we do. So <laughs> why is Ace all tatted up, dude? Yeah, he wants to. Be, he's being the Joker for Halloween. That's so, awesome. <laughs> yeah, good snack. Is he gonna paint his face too? Uh, yeah, and post to dye his hair green. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty wild. Savage. Yeah. Wants so, to be but, the Joker. Um, Kid's doing well. I know. <laughs> we got game three, though, right? Game three? <clears throat> Tonight? Yeah, I don't right know now? if it's going to be postponed because I saw they had the tarp on the field, so I don't know if it's wet out there. I don't have any update, but it's rolling. It's Syndergaard versus uh, McCullers. It's a cool Syndergaard. matchup. Syndergaard. Syndergaard. Have a day, Syndergaard. Have a day. Um I think you're still right, though. I think Phillies win. I think Phillies. I think Phillies take that series. And the thing yeah. about Syndergaard too is, is you know, his stuff's so good that yeah, since his rookie year, we came on was just unhittable, and then he had some arm issues and kind of hasn't been what you thought he would have been. He's just his stuff is so dangerous that in a in a game like this with all the pressure, if it's on, if it's on. The Astros might just be shit out of luck. You ain't hitting the cold. Say, I was about to say, no mile his stuff. Sinkers. Yeah, no hit stuff. Luck. Yeah, good on. luck. Yeah, that could be. That could Shit's be like a hundred miles an hour, and it's moving back in on the righties. Yeah, it's moving away from a let. Like, good luck. That could be a nice five, six inning performance with about yeah. seven to nine Ks for Syndergaard. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Three hits, maybe one run. As long as the as long as the shit doesn't flatten out, if it's moving. <clears throat> yep. If it's biting, good luck. See you. Have, have fun. That's tough matchups. Tough matchups. Tough things to hit right there. 100 miles like, an hour with, with a little facing, bit of sink and a little bit of cut. Like, good luck. Yeah, if I was, if I was facing Thor and he diced me, I'd kind of look at him just kind of like nod like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Damn. All right. He's on today. Maybe next time. <laughs> I look down at JT and be like, ah, he's on today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Yeah. Maybe next time, but not today. <laughs> you know. Yeah, let me look. It's on the TV. It looks like it's... No, nah, I just said it. Yeah, I just got the... It said it's postponed. Push back to Tuesday due to rain. Oh, they, they canceled it? Yeah. Oh, that just happened. Yeah, it just that came just in. Look happened. at that. Live update. Just which just happened. You know what, dude? That sucks. I'm about to text my, my dad. I was just thinking, too. Like, the World Series should be in, like, July, but <laughs> we got to have a season. You just, it just, it's just lame to have, like, weather conditions affect playoff postseason anything yeah you know what i mean like in football yeah it could be cool like like you have you could you play in a playoff football game in the snow like that gives it some like i think character to the actual game but you can still play that game in that in those conditions you can't play baseball without perfect conditions i mean it could be cold it could be windy but like when it's drizzling you can't even hit because for two reasons one the pitcher loses grip so it's harder for the pitcher to throw strikes and two the hitters now seeing things fall down that's what i'm saying how do you read the spin you need blurs the vision even, it's not easy. Even here's the thing you need in terms of like perfect. You need like clear skies and the sun to be in the right area because the game is even harder when there's shadows on the field. Like imagine a sport being affected by shadows on the field, not to the point where you can't play, but when a pitcher is in, is in the sunlight and the hitter is in the shadow, 
hitting just got a thousand times more difficult. Not so true. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm one of those people that I don't want, especially, and I understand if you're going to do it during the regular season, championship should be no different, but I just want the healthiest fairest game conditions ever for a championship to where we can see the best go at it with no excuses. I think like, for instance, like basketball is lucky, dude. They don't have to worry about, yeah. Oh, it's raining it, in the arena exactly. tonight, guys. Don't slip and fall. Like, you know, so they just have to be <clears> like concerned football, with like, a, with a, with a apparent health like, pandemic. I kind of, yeah. Like I understand <laughs> the cold is a little different cause you're outside. So if it is cold, they can deal with that, but I don't want it to be slippery for them. I don't want it to be a little yeah, wet yeah, and they yeah. got to sling it. I know a pig skin can have some good grip, but still it's, I, I want no snow. I want nothing. I want the Super Bowl to be. Yep, keep it, keep it in the warm fucking states. You know. Well, here's my thing. Here's my thing about with football and the rain. I just think like the the weather elements give the game character. So like no, it because does. both it gets, teams have to deal with it. Like yeah, it's a movie. Like both quarterbacks have to throw a pigskin yep. in the cold. Yep. Their hands are freezing. It's true. It's still it's a physical game. So like when it's slippery, do we have more fumbles? Do we no, have right. more fumbles? Yeah. You know, what I mean, like those type of things. I think just add some character. To the game, which makes it you know memorable experience, but baseball kind of is unfortunate in that area where a drizzle cons- consistently enough is got to postpone a whole game. So, um, what are you gonna do? No, but you know what, dude? Again, I know football is a little different. I still think they should play the Super Bowl in, in, the, in the fairest of conditions. Um, but I uh, was the point I wanted to make. Yeah, baseball it's just not a chance. I mean, hockey and basketball are indoors but um yeah what was the point i wanted to make about baseball i don't know i don't know i mentioned him playing it in like fulfilling the season in july like i try to avoid that but there's no way you can really do that with baseball i think you got to have a full season and you're going to have a postseason always come in the fall oh that's what i want to say i do think even with like you know new england being in a cold climate I know they did it in New York. That's a sick stadium. Um, I do think the Super Bowl should be hosted in Gillette at some point just because it's like... No, dude, honestly, I'm not even saying this from a point of like being a Patriots fan. I could care less about that. But when you just put it in perspective, the amount of championships they won, I do think a Super Bowl should be hosted there. That's I think that's kind of cool. they're not hosting it there. They're 100%. afraid that the Patriots are going to end up 100%. every year. But I will they're say, like, no, I do think it's do cool that. that it's always in like Miami, Arizona, New Orleans. Yeah. Something I think that's pretty cool. I do yeah. because wasn't wasn't it in Atlanta? Wasn't it in Atlanta? It was. Um, I think the Philly, Philly, New England might have been Atlanta. I think. I do like I do like the Super Bowl indoors. I do too. I think that's pretty dope. Um, you know who has a sneaky sick stadium now is the Vikings. Their indoor arena is fucking Yeah, I do like sick. it indoors. I think that's pretty cool. I think you talk about perfect climate for a sport that does have to deal with elements. You put it indoors. It's so cool. You know, it's just it was when it was when was it here? It was in it was in the city six years ago. Didn't they have it in San Francisco like six years ago? Fifteen, I think they had it in San Francisco. Top of fifteen, know. maybe, or top of sixteen. It was in San Francisco, like top of sixteen. It was at the new stadium, I think. No, they definitely you're no, no, I'm not saying no to that. I'm just trying to I forget when it was. <clears throat> but it was a brand new later. stadium, so it makes sense. I feel like they did it right after it was built. It was built yeah. in what, 2013, 14, somewhere around there? Something like that. Kind of like, wasn't it just in L.A.? Are they having it in L.A.? Yeah, hold on. Who who was that game? 
I'll tell you right now. It wasn't the Patriots. I don't know. Um, I don't think it was the Niners. No. They played the Ravens in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. 2015. Okay, 2015. Right? 2015 and... Wow, Joe Flacco was the fucking... No, he wasn't. That wasn't... Yeah, he was. Super Bowl 50. It was 50, right? Levi Stadium. Yep. You had the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That sounds about right. Wait a minute. So the Broncos won... A Super yeah, Bowl. It, I think, was I'm that almost before? Positive. I'm almost positive. Was that before the year. the year they lost to the Seahawks the next year? Was that that yeah, year? Yeah, I'm almost positive. That's when CJ Or was that won. the year after? Yeah. That was in 16. The Broncos won in 16. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Who, who was their quarterback? Broncos. It should have been Peyton Manning. I was about to say, that's when Peyton Manning was the quarterback, right? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, it That's wasn't cool. Russell Wilson, who's apparently hated by his teammates. You see that? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. NFL, I, I, like, I've watched, I think, two football games this season because also I just think the NFL is like a low-key reality TV show drama series. Who? It, it's fun to watch, but it's just it's so many storylines that go on with each team. It's just like, who cares? Like, oh, yeah. Cares? I don't pay attention to nonsense. I will say the you Eagles, know? Bills, and Chiefs, are the three best teams, and everyone else could honestly just be JV. I'm glad that the Eagles are winning with that kid. Me too. Glad they're I hope they go That's undefeated. Cool to see. I want them to go undefeated. I think that'd be that so sick. That is cool to see. Speaking of football, I was scrolling. So I was scrolling uh, Netflix earlier. I was watching, watched a show called Mo, which was pretty cool. <clears throat> and then um, started to watch like the dude stand up. Pretty funny. You should check it out. His name's Mo. Some Palestinian dude. From Wait, what's his name? Just Mo. Mo, Mo Armar. He's in. He's in that. He's in the um, Black Adam movie with The Rock. But the on Netflix, just search Mo, and it'll come up. The show will come up, and the well, I want to see what it looks like. The stand-up comedian will come up. But when I was searching it, do you know what else popped up? You'll get a laugh out of this. Uh, the Untold. You know how Untold? There's an Untold series on Netflix. There's like a. Uh, where they're telling stories on things. They did an untold on the malice in the palace. Remember that? I watched so that. Yeah, there's a story on the untold. I haven't watched it, but I want to watch it about the girlfriend that didn't exist, Manti Tail. Oh, yeah, I watched that. <laughs> you watched it? Yes. Yeah, I want to watch it. I, I figured it'd be pretty funny. Pretty good. I'll tell you what, dude. It's actually... Um... I was watch. I it's a few parts. I definitely watched one part. When you look back, dude. So no, this is a great talk. When you, look, I remember this, dude. Yeah, I remember, remember that. this. You remember whole that whole thing? And I remember going, <laughs> "Wow, that's crazy!" Like he's doing this for his girlfriend. Like this is like insane. And then it came out, like, "Oh, she didn't exist." And I was like, "What?" Like he made it up. I thought he made it up. So at first, my first reaction was like, dude, fuck man, I tell you, what a loser. He just hoaxed the world. And then it wasn't too long after, like, they started saying, no, he got, like, tricked. And I was like, what do you mean he got tricked? What does that even mean? What does that mean? Yeah, I was like, what did, this was, like, one of the first introductions to, like, a catfish. catfish. 
Yeah. Even though that's probably been going on forever. Ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just so then, because then not too long after that, Neve Do put out that movie that I actually, I, you might have been there. I saw that in theaters and it was nuts. And then the show came after. But so he gets catfished and you're like, yo, that's crazy that he got catfished. So when you watch the documentary, in all honesty, dude, I remember how kind of like bothered I was by him as a dude's a loser. <laughs> but when you watch the documentary, dude, and you learn more about the story, you're kind of like, yo, Manti Teo's one, the man, and two, this person did him fucking dirty, dude. Yeah, pretty it's crazy. fucked up. Yeah, I haven't it's fucked it out, up. But I want to nah. watch it just because I remember it being in that time and what I was thinking, like, wow, if, that's wild. Like, if I can know. remember correctly, it's one of his childhood friends who ended up like becoming like a tranny or something, dude. Like a um, like uh, I think he was a dude who became like a girl. Or something. That's so now so it's like, up. yeah, and who's just messing with him and. Dude, it's nuts. And you're sitting here, like, imagine playing college football at the level, and like, you're dealing with all this shit, and then you start and to find out. he was good, out, too. Yeah, he was, he, like, almost won the Heisman, or he yeah, did. He was like, good in He was leading yeah. his team to a national championship, dude. Yeah. And um, and then you find out, like, I don't know how he, like, you know, he played this. It's crazy. He finds out that it's, like, a hoax, and then, yeah, man, I wish he did better in the NFL. He was undersized. It's hard for under or undersized linebacker to thrive but Not watch easy. that yeah i didn't continue to watch it because i honestly don't care but for what i saw i was like damn this is fucking crazy considering yeah. i remember that vividly that like, yeah that moment in time was was i just remember like i remember joking about it or being like wow like you said dudes are lame how does that happen like how do you not know <laughs> he just made it up like why would you make it up um yeah, like I said, it was a very, um, it was a very interesting time to where. What year was that? Was that 2010? 2011? Somewhere around there, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess, because media wasn't what it is now, so, or social media in, every, in general wasn't what it is now, so I guess it was possible. Um,. Yeah, it's just so crazy, dude, how um, things have changed since then to where it's almost like common for yeah. people to catfish, you know? Now you never know. I'm so, I will say this, dude. I'm sorry not to offend anyone because I get why people get catfished because a lot of people just want to fucking feel loved. So I'm not hating on that standpoint, but you're a fucking idiot if you get catfished. Like, how do you... There's at some point a sign no, no. where you should question, right. like, what is this? There's nothing wrong. Yeah, if you want to just talk to a stranger, dude, and, you know, everything's kind of cool and there's nothing, it's not, like, weird or anything, like, y'all just actually, like, shooting the shit and saying whatever, that's... I don't give a shit. My point is, if you actually think without seeing the person is who you're talking to, you're a naive idiot. And at some that's, point, that's you want to be... Like, you want to be Until you, like, meet them in person and get, like, an actual video link to where you know it can't be a scam and like you're like yep that's you that's me you know what i mean like they they do not put faith in someone cares about you especially when they're like send me money dude i love you so much <laughs> i never met you like people do yo that, that brings me to my point i'm like remember like last week i was like yo could you scam someone knowingly like scam someone nah. like, i couldn't nah, i couldn't knowingly scam someone. Not knowingly. like i couldn't not knowingly and even after like Let's say you didn't know it. I don't know how you would even do that. I know. I don't know how you would run a scam on somebody and I know you were running a scam. Because you, unless you like, were, I guess like, for instance, unless if you, you were knew, being scammed, like maybe you were no, being like, scammed first. Like, but like there's knew, no way you could have set out and intentionally. I won't say no way. There's no way I could like set out and intentionally like just 
know I'm trying to scam somebody with I'll that, put it this with, way with malintent. Yeah. Like you create a um, like you create a company that's supposed to provide a service for someone. You and you, you're basically like, oh, with these subscriptions, like yeah, we'll give yeah. you this, and you never deliver. You move the goalposts, and then you start giving little things, but it's not enough. So people kind of still get hooked. But you're basically because of maybe the platform you had previously, or maybe a name you have, or just the topic you're trying to start a business with. You get enough hopeful individuals that, let's say, you know, twenty dollars like a festival. month. $20 a month and you get a couple thousand people, dude, you do the yeah. math, yeah. you just made cha-ching. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I think, dude, I think a lot of shit's fucking Ponzi schemes and scams out there, dude. You got to be careful. I, I think I've participated in some knowingly. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I've gotten sucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me once. Nah, I, but... But maybe they don't start out as that. Maybe they like like you said. Maybe no, they start some, out. Maybe some, they start yeah, out with the intent, they, but pe- then people lose those, passion. But then but you get two thousand people, and you're like, "Holy shit! I I don't have the means or the capacity to manage this." And now it's a now it's a scam simply because you are under, you know, underprepared to provide services. I don't know. I couldn't. Know yeah, and that would lay on the integrity and the individual to be like, "Hey, at this time, hey, I'm I not can't be putting out content, yeah. so yeah. I will be like freezing all subscriptions." Or yeah. please understand like this or something, but. Yeah, no, you're right. I do think if you get to a point and it was genuine to start, you might get burnt out. But no, someone like knowing like starting out like, hey, I'm going to start this machine yeah. with the intent of it's never going to fulfill. It's never going to fulfill. But we're going to totally make money off it and we'll yeah. all just be I an illusion. I do think people like that exist. I think people oh, 100%. do do that. I yeah. just, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily believe in like karma, but I do believe that like that just, your actions at some point revert back to you. That you believe in point. karma. Yeah, no, you yeah. Because yeah, like it's real. Because it's real. Yeah, because yeah, eventually, like, you know, it's coming back to you. Yeah. Because, like, when you start thinking about life and you're like, man, like, obviously bad things happen to everyone in life because life ain't perfect. But when you start having certain little things kind of work in your favor that you're like, damn, that's kind of crazy. This worked out in my favor. Like, and then you kind of look at other people's lives and you know that kind of like some shady shysters and you're like, man. Yeah, like, like look at you that. Know? Like, and I don't believe in coincidences, so. Yeah, exactly, you know? Yeah, I guess if you don't believe in coincidences, then you kind of have to believe in karma. Does that make sense? Would that be, would that align right? Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. If you don't believe in coincidences, then yeah, karma, yeah. Technically? Yeah. Because if you didn't want to believe in karma, like, nah, you do good things and bad things still happen, or like, you do bad things, no bad things will happen to you, then you just have to believe that it's a coincidence that... You want to laugh? Something bad happened to I'll me, make you not laugh. because I did something bad to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I'll make you laugh. This is how much I believe in karma. Hey, I can give you an example from today. Here we go. If I just, for no reason, just don't fucking like someone, because you know how, like, you just look at someone, you're like, oh, that person's just fucking loud, it's just annoying, shit like that, you're like, fuck that person, you know? You're not going to, like, do anything to them, but you just, like, in your head, you're like, just fuck that person. Um, someone, like, helped me out with something that, like, I just, like, fucking don't like, and they were really nice about it, and it, I was just, like, I look at my friend, and I was like, can't hate that person anymore, not good karma. <laughs> I was like, gotta be nice to them from now on. I was like... Nope, can't 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 fucking not like it for no reason. That's true. You know what's crazy about that? Is, I was like, is I that, can't, I can't. That that goes to the point. I think you sent it to me. Uh, uh, somebody was talking about a person, a uh, um, a political person, and they were expressing how like I have to treat this person the way that they have treated me, regardless of like what other people are saying. A lot of people don't operate that way though. A lot of people don't operate like, hey. 
I know I don't know this person in the light that you know them probably that you have these type of you know feelings or emotion towards them I know them in this it's like if this person has always been good to me I've always been good to this person that's how I know them that's how I'm going to treat them right that's how I'm, how I'm operating um, and as you see with current with current media doing media things that's not how the world works on a large scale in my opinion right. on a small scale when I say a small scale I mean just everyday people day to day I think that's exactly how people operate Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you can look at it with like friends groups where, yep. you know, if it's me and you and like a third person, if something happens between, let's say myself and someone else, now we're not seeing eye to eye, but you're cool with the both of us. It's up to you to decide like, am I going to choose sides or I'm just going to be like, hey man, I'm cool with you and I'm cool with you I, and whatever exactly. happens, unfortunate, but a lot of people get involved and pick sides. And yeah. I'm always just like, yo man, y'all need to pick, like yeah, I got I friends where I'm like, I'm like, yo, y'all rash on each other. And I, I, I feel like y'all serious, but I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> I'm not going to get involved with your shit talking and pick sides. I like both of you. I'm going to be open. I like fucking both of you. And if you guys seriously have an issue with each other, don't bring it around me because I like both of you. I'm going to be friends with both of you. So don't talk shit about the other person around me because I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. You can't. I'm not getting involved. Not not can't. I think it's actually unfair. Yeah, I'm not getting involved. You can't. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear and, it. And, and like, if, I don't if, like it. if it got to a point where you did try to involve me or force me to pick a side, well, then now, now you've, you've kind of compromised. Yeah. The relationship there because it's like you want me to hate this person because of what you got going on that goes back to what i'm saying why would i hate this person because of the way they treated me has never been filled with any hate i can't hate that person simply because you hate that person it's not how the world works not how it's supposed to work i should say yeah so. that's just called having fucking wisdom dude that's yeah. what it is and a little bit of read more books yep yeah i know it's a, crazy tiny you know, bit i mean you don't have to talk about these things but it is cool you know seeing someone like Kyrie Irving just be so like on point with his responses to media because they can fucking they can they know how to run Jedi mind tricks dude and like this dude he just fucking gives it's it simple, right though. to him dude and it's yeah I know but it's like but that's the thing but it's so easy for anyone to kind of just fall back be like hey but then he's just like you know he sa- he says the realest shit and I'm just like again I, Kyrie could rub people the wrong way in basketball because of moving around or whatever you hear the rumors with teammates and shit but at the end of the day the way this dude been fucking speaking out about any topic clearly a man of integrity and clearly I was about to say I don't even think it's just so much the way he speaks out I think it's just simply if he believes in something he stands on it well, that's what I'm regardless saying regardless of who questions him oh, about he it he speaks out like you know if someone asks him a question he speaks out like he doesn't yeah, fucking like, he doesn't compromise fucking, his beliefs yeah, just so like, he can be politically out, yeah, or correct just be like, like, yeah, or be like well you know China runs our league so obviously I'm gonna be mindful of what I say he's nah. like nah fuck that and this like, is what I believe he's always, he's always been like that if you look yeah. back at when his career started and we started getting more yep. popularity and ask stuff yep. he's always been like that always. but it's cool to see him be that consistent because it's hard to if you're not a real one he stands he, on what he, he believes I he's got to be a real you, one if you were if you if you know when he when he went up to kobe bryant it was like i can beat you one-on-one 18 year old kid he was like i'm not some i'm not like i can beat you one-on-one and he's like do you know who i am he's like yeah do you know who i am he I that's somebody it. who believes in what like he stands on what he believes yep yeah i i, I appreciate that i can appreciate that i think yep. kevin durant does it also he just in a 100%. more silent way. So in a much more silent way. A lot of people probably didn't like Kevin Durant having an alternative Twitter and ration people. I was like, yes. That's hilarious. No, it's awesome because he's like, hey, if I do this, it's not going to look good. So no. you know what? Here's, what's the alternative? A troll account that everyone else does well, anyways. And, I, and, and he just, in terms of the way people, so the movie Rush Hour, I think it was the first one. Jackie Chan's character goes, Lee? Yeah, Lee goes uh i like to let people talk who like to talk 
so I know how full of shit they are. And you can tell, by the way, people respond to things, the things they choose to speak about, um, how they speak. You can tell how full of shit they are. And the way that, like, Kevin Durant chooses to respond to certain things, how he responds to certain things, where he simplifies what could be deemed as, like, a more complicated political, social question, the way Kyrie just simply stands on what he believes in his responses. These people, like... there's third. There's there's a there's a certain cloth that not everybody's cut from when it comes to that because a lot of people would just take okay I'm sorry take your take everybody's favor LeBron James for example who when he speaks feels like he's speaking as if he's obligated or feels like he's obligated to say oh, the right yeah. thing for a ton his of nickname's people. the king come on his nickname's the you, king you, but you understand what I'm saying like he can never he not not he can never but he's never just indifferent about something or simply right. just like. No, you're this right. What he always I has an opinion. This is what I'm standing on. He always has he an has, opinion. He has an opinion, always but an, it, an always has to, it always has to align with the specific side of an issue. It never is. Even when they were... Sta- even, even, even when they were poking people. Remember when they were poking people with things? Mm-hmm. And he was like... First it was, I'm going to do what I think is best for me and my family. Then as time goes on, we've done the research... And this is what's best for me and my family. But because he apparently did get poked, it was the right thing to say. If he said, we've done the research and we're not doing it, it would have been an uproar. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there's just, like, when he speaks, it's always aligned with a certain certain narrative to be I mean, when you have a correct, uh, lifetime money check from Nike, you better fall in line. With certain ideologies Or you won't get that money And a lot of people Can disagree with me For nah, saying that fact. It's just the fucking truth and, no, and what I mean by that Especially with players With Kyrie And Kevin Durant In the NBA um, You do get players In other sports Like Aaron Rodgers In the NFL I don't think anyone In baseball and, oh, You got some players In baseball Some of the Yankees Some of the smaller guys Speaking out uh, NHL uh, I know there was a goalie That spoke out heavily From the uh, uh, Vegas Knights a year ago that rashed the NHL for their handling of kind of everything and how they lied to the players. But um, it, it's just, I really do feel like a lot of athletes are actually more in line with like kind of how they feel about things. But I'm not going to say people have to, you know, be brave to fucking fall on the sword and wear arrows, but it would be nice if more players especially in the MLB with some of the shit you see, they kind of were like, yeah, nah, we're not doing this. I think the MLB, so I think with the, with the MLB players, because it's not such a, um, the athlete, like the per, the athletes don't sell the sport, the, per, the, the, the individual athletes don't sell the sport. I think the players are kind of just like, nah, we're good with rap because nobody asks us questions about things. We don't no, really don't. have to reveal the stance that. on things. We don't have to uh, compromise or risk our endorsement checks. We don't have to risk our jobs for certain things and that's why I think some guys the majority of them are just kind of like now nah, I'm chilling but the NBA sells their players they don't sell the sport right yeah no like, that's true you know what I mean it, it, yeah, <laughs> they no, sell no. their players they're the product and they say oh you have to yeah. like the sport based on this no I get yeah. it but I will say it would just be cool and that's not just for baseball just anyone in general who is you know in that stage if they kind of again you have to be asked the question but it'd just be cool to kind of see some shit that you don't even need to be asked if they were just kind of like yeah f- like fuck this shit you know what i yeah. mean and yeah you know i think it i think it's cool because you know there's players and this is why you see the reaction you do you know there's someone like a Kyrie Irving who says something that you know goes against a certain um thought or narrative 
And they know that in, that influences young kids, and they don't want young kids to think for themselves. I don't care what anyone tells me. That's a fact. It's about thinking for yourself, and they don't want people to think for themselves. So no, if people who the, influence others to think for themselves, they always, always, always. Or not even think for ration. themselves, just, just people who encourage an opposing thought to anything. That too, yeah. Just, a, just an opposing thought, like, hey, maybe they're saying this, but did you ever think of that? And it's like, no, nah, we don't, can't think of that. So, yeah, really don't want to go down that path right now. Maybe another, maybe another day. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, we don't have to. It's just something that definitely I feel like should be. I will think. I do think. I will say this. I think it's crazy that there's a calling to discipline him, to discipline Kyrie Irving. Apparently, for I dude, it's nuts. That's like, insane. That's called. You know what that's called? That's called um, Black Rock's Environmental Social Governance Program. <sighs> And, and I don't that's believe in coincidences. Called. Like I said, no coincidence that there's call to discipline him for the same thing that they're apparently disciplining Kanye West for. Just, just a bunch of that's a, it's just a bunch of malarkey. So, yeah, very, very, very interesting times to be alive. But um, I will say this also: don't forget, Kyrie Irving still never got poked and is playing in the NBA. That's what, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like this man. Whether you agree with him or not, like him or not, whatever, the man stood up for something he believed in, and still got his way. And that just goes to show you, people, when you how stick come to that's your not guns, glorified? You know what's that? I know why isn't that glorified? Like, dude, there was this um, post this kid put on his Instagram that I ended up sharing. I think I deleted the photo. Hold on, I want to find it because it's a great quote. And um, let me find it. Hold on, give me one second. Give me one freaking second, dude. That should be glorified. Yeah, absolutely. It should be correct. glorified because he stood up on it, stood on it, and was willing to receive, accept any consequences that came with it. And now look, he's like, and we're not even a year. This is not even a year ago, man. Not even a year ago. Damn, I didn't save it. Um, it was basically something like the biggest. Hold on, I gotta find it. Hold on, no, I gotta find. This is a great quote. While you look for that, I just, uh, uh, I just point that out only because I mean, you know, there's there's other people who do the same thing and they're crucified, they um, they basically lose livelihoods, and this man is still an NBA player, mind you, he still has a Nike kind, like Nike still makes his shoes. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, um, and, and, and Kanye even brought up a good point in an interview that was silenced for whatever reason. He was like, uh, he was talking about companies and the positions because it's not about the money. It's about the positions he was saying in terms of actual <coughs> influence. And he said, you know, Nike's like the 321st company, Apple being number one. But Nike has position, athletes, influence, LeBron James example. And so like when you when he signed his deal with Gap, it was about like Gap being able to say we have a position of influence in a in an underserved community because Kanye West can now influence a certain community, and our company is in partners is in partnered with him, and that's why I think it's crazy when this calling to discipline Kyrie Irving for something that he apparently. I remember that the the the, the interviewer that they just that was going around was just like. Can you talk a little bit more about him promoting this? Then he's just like, yo, can you stop say promoting? I didn't, I'm not promoting anything. And <laughs> and the fact that like 
depending on what you're associated with, you're supposed to not right. align yourself with certain things. You're supposed to not agree with certain things, I think is asinine. I got it, and I agree. You're going to love this, and you probably saw me post this. So it's from the Russian philosopher. I'm going to butcher this name, but we'll see. Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky or something. It says... It reads, your worst sin is that you betrayed yourself for nothing. And it is so true. And a lot of people betray themselves for nothing. They think they do for something. But in time, as I always say, time shifts perspective. In time, you realize that what you, what you betrayed yourself for was really nothing. That's why it's never worth it. That's why, like I said, it's really simple. The type of things that Kyrie Irving is doing is simply standing on things he believes in. He's not going beside himself you know, call it integrity call it call it stubbornness call it whatever you want but like as long as you stand on something for what you believe in you'll you'll be happy at the end of the day oh 100 percent. i mean based on how things played out a few years ago i've had made up in my mind if things start to trend a certain way again there's things i'm just not doing Ever. and whatever the consequences may be so be it yep. i've like if they're if they're like yo we're gonna ned stark you i'll be like all right let's all go right. It's what it is. This roll. Absolutely. Like, you'll, you know you'll, what I mean? You'll, like, you'll be happy at the end of the day. You will. You know? And, and, and you'll, be, you'll be waking up. If you don't, you'll be waking up dealing with that agony. Agony of betraying yourself for the rest of your life, unfortunately. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, I mean, we are almost at the 50-minute mark if you want to close things nice. out. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'll... Um, I DOH here. I think, like you said, I bring it back to sports. Uh, there's a lot of talk. Not a lot of talk. There's been a lot of talk about the TBE when it comes to baseball players. And you know me, big Mookie Betts fan when it comes to the best in the game. I think when it's said and done, Bryce Harper is going to be champion. Is probably the best to play. And oh, career stat-wise, 100%. I was going to say, across the career stat line, I think it's going to be uh, indisputable evidence of who, who is the best, in my opinion. I think he's just getting started. Yeah, because he's going to hit 500 home runs. He's going to yep. have one of the – he's going to be in the top for doubles. He's going to yep. be in the top for ribbies probably. Um, he's going to have a great slugging percentage. He's already Doesn't got he two, have two MVPs. MVPs. Could have more, potentially Could a World get more. Series. I think, I think you're going to look at Bryce Harper's – Arguably he's technically getting in his prime. He'll probably get in That's what I'm saying. MVP. He's 30. He's, th- he's like 31 now. He's such a smart hitter. Imagine what he does in the next seven to nine years. And the fact that he's just cool with going to, to left field and hitting nukes. Only getting better. That's, and that's what I mean. The, 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 the experience and the season, you know, knowledge of being a hitter. Because before, I feel the success he was receiving was on pure athletic ability. Yeah, I could. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Just I'm pure bad here, speed, here my pure hands, strength. Hacking. Yeah, pure bad speed, yeah. pure strength. But now he knows. Mm-hmm. You can see it in his at-bats. He knows. And he's just so, like, balanced. He I knows. love his stance. That home run yeah. that he hit, that home run that he, he hit. Knew it was the coming. Other, not so much he knew it was coming, but he hit that because in the box, like, he, the, the, the mental game. I mean, he, game, like, said it. Yeah, he said yeah, it. Yeah. So, you know. 
He was like, based on the count, based on the count, based on what he likes, I knew he was going to challenge me. I knew he was going to challenge me. Now, I will say, I will compare this a little bit. I see the same thing in Vladdy. Vladdy, And you've always said that. You said that since his rookie year. Yeah, you just see it. Because some guys do pick that up a lot sooner than others. But I think Bryce is picking up at the perfect time because he's already had a hell of a career, in my opinion. And he stays healthy for the next seven, eight years. He's going to be deemed as the best ever. Yep. And so. he's already got a contract. You don't have to worry about anything else. I like it. Exactly. Um, but my, we can wrap. I got a call. I got a call yeah. coming in. You got a DOH? Yep, my DOH. Um, Kyrie, KD, you may call them villains. I call them heroes. Full support of the Brooklyn Nets. Hope they win the finals. They're going to win the finals. Team Brooklyn. That's that. We can wrap it up. Wow, Cue the that's music. A pick. Go put that down in Vegas. I will. Or soon to be, um, not to dox my location, but um, the Bay State. Um, oh, you're right. You can, you can do that. I far. forgot. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Talk to that real quick while I cue this up. Cue this up. Yeah, so um, because apparently lawmakers only like to pass laws that benefit uh, humanity. They take their sweet-ass time. If this was to punish us, it would have been passed by now. Uh, Gambling is legal in the state of Massachusetts. So by the new year, I will be able to make that pl- place. That pick, hopefully they um, are 500 at that time. Then they go on a run. I will throw $100 in the Brooklyn Nets. I will probably be throwing multiple $100 bets and some other things. Um, Future picks for the baseball coming up. Um, I might even place the bet if I can on Raphael Devers getting traded by the Red Sox. So, Mm. Because he's apparently far away from agreement with the Red Sox on extension. He's seeking at least 10 years, 300. They're not close to that. So that's the latest update. And with that, we out. Yeah, let it rest.